The Bible promises Christians access to supernatural power. So why is it that we so often seem powerless in our spiritual battles? How do you gain enough spiritual power to actually have victories in areas where in the past you've had nothing but defeat? Welcome to the Food for Your Soul podcast, where we apply the Word of God to the hearts of men and women to stoke the fires of your delight in Christ. Here's your host, Dr. D. Richard Ferguson. He says, I want to know Christ in these three ways, and the three things are power, partnership, and pattern. First, power. I want to know Christ in the power of His resurrection. Paul wanted power. He wanted to know Christ in a certain way, in such a way to where he would receive the very power of Christ's resurrection. Power is something that we need in life. It's something that we desire naturally. Uh, In fact, have you ever wondered why people are attracted to Satanism? Someone grows up in the church, all of a sudden they're interested in Satanism. What is it? What's the appeal of that? Every single time I've talked to somebody who's dabbling in Satanism, always, the reason has been the same. Power. They want power. Satanism promises supernatural power to control people, to hurt people that hurt you, to control circumstances. Very often young people are attracted to that because they want that. They want that power. And Satan does give them a certain amount of power. He does. He has that ability. It's nothing like resurrection power. The most powerful Satanists in the world is still very limited. The best they could ever do is serve in one of Satan's strongholds. We have divine power to demolish Satan's strongholds. So our power is greater. When a person gains Christ, they gain access to omnipotence. They go from impotence to omnipotence overnight. They gain access to his infinite power. And that's what Paul wanted. But he didn't just want power from Christ, like getting electricity from the power company, he wanted an infusion of Christ's power that would come in a certain way. He wanted it to come through his knowledge of Christ, his relationship with Christ. So the day you become a Christian, you know Christ by faith. On that day, you know him, which means you have access to full-blown resurrection power of Christ to live the Christian life. And then the closer you get to Christ, the more deeply you know Him, the more of that power you get. And so that's the whole process of living the Christian life. You just keep knowing Him more, getting more power, and, uh, and being able to do more in the Christian life. So much better than legalism, isn't it? I mean, earlier in the chapter, we are talking about legalism, where you try to make yourself a good person by following all the rules and keeping the whole list and doing all the stuff. And that is just so incredibly draining, You ever meet a legalist? They're exhausted, right? They're just exhausted trying to do it and do enough. But knowing Christ isn't draining, it's empowering. You just, it's the sweetest way to get power through a relationship. The Bible often speaks of the fact that we have power because of our connection with the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his death and his resurrection. The clearest that I know of is in Romans 6. Verse 4, he says, Therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead, we too may live a new life. So, not, not only will we be raised in the future because of his resurrection, we'll talk about that, but here and now, new life, a whole new kind of life that we can live. We have power to live because of our connection with his resurrection. 
that this spiritual joining with Christ's resurrection is available to us here and now in this life. And the whole Romans 6 is about that. Verse 5, he says, we've been united with him like this in his death. We will certainly also be united with him in his resurrection. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be done away with. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, death no longer has mastery over him. Then verse 10, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So, Christians have access to this power, this this massive, unlimited, supernatural resurrection power. Because we're connected to Christ's resurrection, we have access, but... We don't actually have this power until we do some things to cooperate with it, to take hold of it. There's some things we need to do, responsibilities we have. It's not automatic. You look at verse 11, he says, In the same way, count yourselves dead to sin. So now he's on the part, he just said we have all this power, but now he's telling us, okay, here's what you need to do in order to take hold of it. Count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So it's a way of thinking. Verse 12, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer the parts of your body to sin as instruments of wickedness, but rather offer yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. So the power is available, we have access, but there's some things that we need to do to take hold of it. If you don't do what's necessary to take hold of it, you don't get the power. And that, that stands to reason, right? That makes sense to us. That doesn't come as any surprise. Raise your hand if you've ever felt like you're in the Christian life, you're trying to do something, you don't have enough power. You just, it's not happening. You're not getting it. I mean, all of us, that's our experience as Christians. We lack power. Well, how can that be? If we're united with Christ in, in such a way that gives access to his resurrection power, why do I stumble so often in the Christian life? If you look at my track record of how often I'm, I, I fail in my battle against sin, it's, it's obvious. The power does not activate itself, right? It's not automatic. There's something I do need to do in order to take hold of it. But what? What do I need to do? Well, the answer is right here in our passage in Philippians 3. Know Christ. Know Christ. That's how you gain access to this power. That's what Paul's saying. I want to know Christ so I can have access to this resurrection power. The whole point of this paragraph is describing what knowledge of Christ means. So you gain more of the power of the resurrection the more you know Christ. Paul wants that. He wants to get it more and more because he knows the deeper you go in knowing Christ, the deeper you go in having his power. So we want to go deep. Never be satisfied with the current level of the depth of your knowledge of Christ. Don't ever coast. He wants a relationship with Jesus that infuses him with spiritual life into him. And it's that quality of life that just moves into your whole being like yeast working through a batch of dough to strengthen your spirit, to fortify your will, to give integrity to your conscience, to give power to your resolve, to give liveliness to your godly emotions, sweetness to your desires, clarity to your understanding, insight to your heart, courage to your soul. That kind of strengthening, that kind of power. Paul says, I want that. I want that. And he had it. He had it, but he wanted more of it. He wanted to go deeper in knowing Christ to so get more of that life-giving power. If you could have greater spiritual power in one area of suffering, like the power to forgive better, or more power to trust God, or power to remember spiritual truths when you need them, which variety of God's power are you most in need of right now? 
Give some thought to that, and then consider how deeper experiential knowledge of Christ could give you that power. Thank you for listening. If you found today's episode edifying, why not share it with a friend? This season of the Food for Your Soul podcast features excerpts from our sermon series on the book of Philippians, 50 expository sermons covering every verse. You can find those and hundreds of other sermons for free download on drichardferguson.com. Until next time, rejoice in the Lord always and set your mind on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God.